Yeah, man. From Katrina. You came in after Katrina, didn't you? Yeah, year after. Year after Katrina, man. That was a... Uh, seeing that, man, I, I just remember just tons of people coming over. Tons of people coming over, man. everyone. Glad to uh, be live with you again. I'm here with Tim McCoy, massage therapist and educator extraordinaire here in the Austin area. <laughs> uh, me and Tim will proceed to talk trash about each other for about the next hour. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> what what kind of trash can I dig up on you? <laughs> we're going to um, uh, talk about probably some time massage, you know, massage and body work related stuff. But Tim, can you give people information on where they can contact you, like website, Instagram, any information you want to give them for that so they can contact yeah, you? Uh, yeah, they can t contact me uh, almost any way, you know, especially uh, Instagram, um, Facebook. I do have a website. You can do that all on Defuse Therapy. My website is actually defusetherapy.tech. And then my Instagram and Facebook is all Defuse Therapy. You can find me. You can find me on there. I got videos. Not as many as you. You know, not doing yoga handstands or anything like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> not, yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, yeah, you can find me there. Um, and like I said, I'm in Austin, so South Austin, really. So Tim, what's uh, what's the first thing that's coming up for you today that you want to uh, talk about? And I know that we could go on forever. This hour is never going to even remotely encompass the conversations you and I have regularly. Right. Uh, man, there's a lot of things going on, man. I mean, um, for me, this is, uh, man, I don't, you know, I don't really talk about it a lot, but this is almost a year um, anniversary since uh, I lost my job. You know, um, uh, we had a, a clinic here in Austin that... Um, shut down and me and along with a, a dozen dozens of other therapists lost our jobs so um, I really had to do a quick turnaround um, and, and try to kind of make things happen so I'm actually been on my own for for a year and this is the second time I've been out on my own so um, you know just uh, you know I see a lot of a lot of therapists you know uh, struggling you know, um, the struggle is real, you know, the struggle is real, but, uh, I think you said, and, and a person that I was sharing an office with, you know, she encouraged me. She was like, Tim, the best thing you need to do is, is, uh, you know, just go out on your own. You can do it, you know? And, um, she was really good as well too. Somebody that I'd worked with, uh, this girl named Brittany, I shared an office with. So, um, you know, I see that there's, there's tons of things flowing through my head, you know, that, that we could talk about continuing education, um, I saw somebody, uh, on Facebook, uh, one of the things that really been, I honestly, I've been thinking about, um, I saw on Facebook, uh, a young lady posted, you know, how do you prepare when you go on a mobile, um, a mobile massage? And I think a lot of people are doing that now. A lot of my friends went to zeal after, you know, our clinic fell. And, um, one of the things that, uh, I was thinking was, uh, you know, self-defense, you know, and, and me, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm definitely a Brazilian jiu-jitsu person. I've been doing jiu-jitsu for 10 years and I know the, you know, the change that it, that it instills in another person. Um, and just, you know, how you use it in massage as well too. So, 
Um, those are the things that really, you know, as a female man, it would be just, I'd be so scared to go out, you know, I, as me, as a, as a person in a garage, you know, a dark garage, I'm looking over my shoulder (laughs) and, you know, most people think I'm kind of big. So, um, you know, if I was a, if I was a, uh, a woman, you know, those would be the things that I would think about. And those are the, basically the things that I've been thinking about, you know, just as another therapist, um, how to make other people safe. Uh, being being an ally as an educator who's a male in the industry, um, what it really boils down to is I can't change the overall societal structure that we're dealing with. And I tell women in class, listen, my best advice, other than having Tim teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu and you you know learning how to use pepper spray and whatever, um, is really to, is just to tell them to build their business. When I say build their business, what I mean is it'll take a couple of years. It may take a couple of really solid, really arduous, a lot of labor years. Find your clients, build your website, build your infrastructure, and build your practice so big you don't take new clients. Right. And, and that's actually... Yeah, that's actually how, um, you know, uh, as a male therapist, you know, you seem to protect yourself as well, too. A lot of uh, uh, male therapists are, um, you know, it's easy to get in trouble. You know, I've been in a clinic and I've seen things, you know, uh, where a lot of male therapists get in trouble for things that may not be um, bad, but it's it's your perception. You know, it's like an idea because I've never worked in a a facility in any sort of like managerial or real educational capacity long-term right. like what's some of the stuff you see that male therapists like they get in trouble but oh uh, man it could be it could be something simple as um an air they give you know and uh, at the beginning you know it, it could be something that maybe it's not confidence they don't show confidence um there's not a connection and so that just kind of sets off this mood in the session and it could be a, a small infraction you know it could be the um, you know the draping was too tight <laughs> you know um sometimes it's the other way around but it could just be little things um you know sometimes uh trying to be friendly i think uh somebody may uh talk too much and may say you know the wrong thing trying to trying to make a connection um just those you know simple things um but man i mean it, it's ranged from uh, a husband being upset you know because their their wife went to go to a male massage therapist, you know, and nothing, nothing at all went wrong in the session. So, man, how do you, it's hard to combat that when you're in a clinic because you're seeing new people, you know, you're just seeing no people, there's no rapport or anything like that. Yeah. You know, so um, having a, building your business to where you don't see new clients or maybe you have referrals directly out from clients that you've had, I think that's, one of the best things for both people, for, for male yeah. and female, you know, you're, I think you're totally right on that. I mean, there, there's so much nuance and I, I bring up lots of like romantic and like dating stuff in my classes to try to explain the nuance between like, you know, getting a massage in a clinic, getting a massage in a spa, getting a massage in someone's home studio, getting, you know, uh, at a, a retreat center. Like there's a various uh, geographic locations 
And then like going on a coffee date, having dinner, getting fast food or having like a six course French meal. Like there's this range and it's a little hard because you're teaching some emotional intelligence and uh, interpersonal communication skills, which I don't think are heavily, heavily covered in a 500 hour program in core curriculum. Um, It's it's hard. hard. Yeah. It's hard to convey and I continue to sort of uh, bump against those things. What I am is very much an ally and, you know, I try to explain to women as easily as I can. These are the ways I think you can avoid certain things. And I also get feedback from other uh, women in my classes to try to supplement and bolster those ideas. And at the same time, building your practice, I mean, even just your website, and the website is this completely digital thing. It just exists in the ether, right? But if you have a good website with photos of you, like if I go to a massage therapist website and they don't have a picture of themselves, I don't care how good the testimonials are. So that's where I've, I've, um, you know, we've ran into things in a clinic. You know, there's some therapists that don't want to put their face out because there's guys that'll just stroll through and just look at the faces and be like, ah, that's who I want. And a lot of those times, especially in a, you know, um, in a clinic, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're creepers, you know, um, I hate to, to say that and I, and I don't want to think that, but sometimes they're creepers and I think ladies are afraid of that. So putting their name out there. So, so this is where we kind of, this is where we kind of come in a slightly different. You have always championed business, build your business, business, business. Um, yes, man, I, I totally agree with you, man, because I've definitely taken a lot of tricks out of your bag and used them myself. But to me, I think um, to help reduce, you know, anything is, is build your skill, build your skill. And that's what I've, I've found, especially with the, the girl that I had an office with, her skill was really, really good. And she knew exactly what she did. And when she got in the session, you know, there wasn't any, you know, can you go harder can you go harder three times or, you know, or can you get this spot? And then, you know, if that happens, a a gentleman's mind may go somewhere else. You know, he's like, Oh, she's not really doing anything. So I'm, you know, it may go somewhere else. So to me, if you have skill and you can apply it right away, I think everything else kind of, you know, goes out the mind. And and I think that builds respect. uh, I think that's, that's my opinion. Also, when I talk about a photo, I'm I have a tendency to think about independent practitioners more so than a a public spa because the spa is the face in a sense, not the individual therapist per se, but beyond photos, it's like blog posts, videos, education, the way the website is structured to select their service and what they're getting. You're setting all this context for what's going on. Right. If there's no information on a website or no information on their social media profiles and no yeah, photos, a, right? Yeah. Well, do you think the do you think if they have information on there and not a photo, do you think it's still? I mean, it's still good. Do you think they'll want to well, see what it's about? I think. I think to me, I think that kind of, I kind of go with some of the ladies. I think that filters out some of the creepers. You know, if you're really, if you're really about the body work, you're going to see what somebody has to say, and if they say certain trigger the words. The problem is they're connecting with you. And that's why I say have a photo. 
Now, you get to control what the photo is. Now, I tell women this all the time. They're like, Robert, how to keep myself safe? I'm like, okay, I want you to go to a shooting range, and I want you to shoot guns, and I want you to take photos and videos of that and put it on your website. And then I want you to go train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with Tim McCoy, and I want you to take photos and videos of you training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and put that on your website with that photo. And I want to see how many guys call you who have untoward I know it's a joke, but uh, the last person I had my uh, office with, Brittany, she was a gun fanatic. She, on her Instagram, she's shooting machine guns and things like that. She's, you know, she's totally a gun fanatic. So I don't know if those had anything, you know, to do with her retention rate and her, you know, not dealing with so many creepers. I guess you're, you're going to men and women, you know, so um, Maybe that has something to do with it. But I really think down deep is confidence. And that's what, to me, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu did. When you're shooting a gun, you build confidence um, in yourself. And when you build confidence in yourself, I think you're able to speak up for yourself in certain situations and, and actually tell people what the deal is, you know, and this is what I do, this is what I don't do. And, you know, you, you don't care about, you're ruthless. You're, you don't care about people's feelings at that point. <laughs> you know, this is what I do and um, this is what you're going to get. And, you know, we don't do any of the other stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's how, uh, you know, I don't really think it's either or. I don't think that you and I were arguing about which, you know, right. position to take. But it is a challenge as an educator. Like, how do we keep women safe? Um, I had a woman in a class ask me because I was talking about social media using Instagram or other platforms to like build their presence and the lady said, well, what do I do about stalkers? And I just yeah, you know, sat back and was like, oh, man. Like, Because you want to say, well, you just have to deal with it. But it's like what I have to do is I have to tell, tell women to deal with America at this point, which is a really that's challenging not, yeah, that's, situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the answer you want to hear. And it's not the answer I want to hear. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I've never been approached with that question before how do you deal with stalkers i mean man um block them uh, yes you know i'm trying to think of you know some some people that i would deal with what would they say block them but man you know uh if they're you know relentless you know i don't know you know again uh you know block them and report them i guess that's i mean it's easy to report people these days isn't it i mean for almost anything always easier i guess yes but at the same time, you know, it's the website, it's your business skill, it's your bodywork skill, your professional presence, where is your office, what's your location, what kind of work are you doing? You know, there's just like, if you work on all of it, and it'll take time, it may take several years to build a really burgeoning practice. I think after that point, you don't have to deal with it anymore. Uh, senior therapists who've worked for years in my experience, especially if they're good, they're not really fighting to get new clients. They're almost like, okay, I need to figure out how to take a vacation. Like I'm getting stressed out. Right. There's so many people trying to come in. Right. And that's a different issue because now your great clients are sending right. you more great clients like them. You've right. established yourself. The problem is getting to that established place. Right. It takes a while, man. You know, and you know, it's said that usually a therapist will last maybe two to three years and then you know fall off into something different either they get injured or they can't make enough money starting off um you know and then you know you're right i think after five years you really start to come into your own 
eight years, maybe you're thinking about teaching in 10 years, you know, it's, it's totally different. You, you've had, you've gained more experience. You've touched so many different people. Um, and you've, you've made your retention net a little bit tighter. So it, it does, it takes, it takes experience and you, and you gotta, um, to me, I, I gave away a lot of massage <laughs> and, and I, and I still do because I like to do it and things like that. But, um, you know, that's in building your skill, but how do you stay injury, injury free? You know, that's, that's another thing. And, and, and those factors play into building your business. Quick you know. commercial break. Hi, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer and videographer for Robert Gardner Wellness. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to Robert and I that you would take the time out of your day to hear what Robert and his guests have to say. May I ask you of a quick favor? If you have gotten any value out of this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, and share the link on social media. Once again, thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the episode. This is Trent Knox, podcast producer for Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. We're just taking a real quick ad break to talk about the new holiday sale that Robert Gardner Wellness is putting on. We're giving 20% off to all our listeners, followers, watchers, viewers, all everyone, everybody who wants to take advantage of the holiday sale. 20% 20% off all digital workbooks and videos. You can go to bit.ly slash RGW holiday sale to take advantage of that 20% off. Back to Robert in the studio. Man, so Tim, can you tell people where they can find you again for people who are maybe just, just catching yeah. us? Yeah, I'm pretty active on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on Defuse Therapy uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I do a little bit more interacting there. Not as much as you, um, but you can catch some videos. Also, have, so also have a website at www.defusetherapy.tech. Uh, you can catch me there. Um, message me. I'm always open for messages and things like that. So, you know, that's, that's the best way. But, but man, can I say something real quick? Uh, you know, just listening to your your uh, your commercial, man, people, you know, and, and this goes into building your business, man. When I first met you, you didn't have all this. And this was, you know, this was like 10 years, man, almost 10 years ago, I think. And you it's know, been that um, long now. It, it's probably like nine years. We're going, you know, like eight, nine years, eight, I think. Probably eight, eight, nine, eight, somewhere in eight, there. Eight, yeah. nine years. We're kind of in there, man. But, um, you know, you didn't have this and, you know, you, you got all this, uh, you got DVDs, you got books, you got a website, you got all, you know, you got all these things, subscription service and people, you know, that don't know you may be like, man, this happened all in, you know, overnight for, for Robert, man. And, and that's not necessarily the truth. It's far from the truth. You know, um, you know, I, I, I met you when you started the Thai Massage Jam and, and all these little pieces you know, it was one piece and then you add another piece and then, you know, it just kind of to it multiplies, you know, so it, it does. It takes time and you gave away a lot of free time, um, yeah. a lot of free time, you know, with the time massage jams. Golly, that's a, that's a lot of time just in itself. Um, yeah. So and, and you now can see a little bit more success with that. I think, you know, you're you're communicating with tons more people. Um, it's easier for you to get a, a an appointment. You know, you're not really looking for appointments. So they're just showing up. Yeah. So, um, 
that's different from the person that just started. You know, like the senior person is different from the person that just started, that's in just, you know, that's inside three years. You know, that's uh, that's even hard for me to think about. What was it like, you know, in my first couple of years? You know, so it takes time. You man. and I have had conversations about education. And I think one of the things that maybe I don't stress enough in my uh, discussions with therapists is... If you're a therapist and you really want to thrive, try to find somebody who's doing what you want to do or very close and get them to mentor you. Emulate what they're doing in their practice that works and then find a mentor if you can locally. Yes. It makes a huge difference um, being able to like, because I call you, Tim, all the time. Why do I call you? Well, I have mental health problems that I got to deal with. And it's like, you're a mentor. It allows me to go ahead and, you know, bounce ideas off of you. And I'm like, week-long retreats. And you're like, nah, man, you need to teach six-hour classes. And I'm like, ah. You know? <laughs> Going back and forth about that. But sometimes it's just, I think what you do is you keep adding things. And you keep speaking the way you're packaging, presenting, putting stuff together. And the biggest boost is when you get a new client and then a client becomes a regular client. Right. And then you're like, ooh, because that feedback loop is so strong. You're like, do that again. Do yeah. that again. And I did that again and again and again until I was like, wait, I'm, I'm tired. Like, y'all got to <laughs> uh-huh. like my bills are getting paid, but I'm dying here. You know, and it's like you have to learn by actively doing it. And I think it's easier to find somebody, especially if you can find a local mentor, somebody you can work with. Even if all you do is say, listen, I will buy you dinner if you'll sit and talk with me about your practice and how you're building yeah. things, yeah. scheduling things shooting, shooting to get ideas. Yeah. Robert, man, that that what you just said was the light was the game changer for me. Um, I had a mentor and even before I started massage, that's this is the person I went to to ask if it was the right thing. You know, I was like, you know, is this good for me? And this was, you know, probably uh, 2002 when I first asked her, you know, about this. 2002, 2003, um, massage industry was totally different. And so she, she gave me some some warnings, you know, especially as a, a male massage therapist. You know, she was like, you know, you being a male massage therapist, um, you know, it, it, it may be a little harder for you. And she was truthful. She was like, you being a black massage therapist may be even harder than that. You know, so but she was like, I, I don't want to discourage you, but I want you to know the, you know, the pitfalls and things like that. And so. After I went to school, she took me under her wing and, you know, she taught me the difference between a fufu massage and, and real massage, <laughs> I guess you could say. So, um, t- total game changer. And, and you know, she, she told me so many things that even now, 15, you know, 14 years into it, um, I, I'm, I'm learning those things. I'm like, this is, this is what she meant. You know, this is this is what she meant. So that's having a mentor is is by far one of the best things ever. You know, um, you know, I I have a story, man. Uh, she she wrote down, and this is in the the Dallas Fort Worth area, okay, closer to Fort Worth in in Arlington, um, Arlington Mansfield area. She wrote down a number, and she was like, and I think it's maybe because I was a black guy. She was like, I I wrote. She wrote down a number. She's like, contact this guy. She knows he knows exactly who I am. 
and, and contact him. He'll be a great person to talk to. This would have been the best mentor. This guy's, you know, who this guy's name was Benny Vaughn. And I'm like, yeah. Who, who's Benny Vaughn? You know, he gave me, she gave me his personal phone number yeah. to call, you know, and, and I passed up on that one. I didn't know who the guy was. I was like, Benny Vaughn, I don't know who the guy is, you know, and it just went on my thing, you know, but um, that, that right there would have been a game changer for me. I probably wouldn't be doing therapy like I do right now, but, um, yeah. you know, who knows? You know, that's, that's just the, the gold that you get from a mentor. Yeah. There's... So much diversity um, in the massage marketplace now. You and I spent a lot of time kind of going head to head about table versus mat. And we had a conversation the other day because I went, it's not fast enough. It's got to be fast. <laughs> Why can't they get it? I'm irritated. And you're like, Robert, like I post a photo of my table and my mat side by side. Yep. He's like, not only did I not get any hate mail, but everybody's like, I love this. You know, that, right. was, not the, that was not the case five years ago. No, it wasn't, man. Like, the industry is is shifting. They're they're seeing more mat based work. They're seeing uh, more diversity in the marketplace, and I think it's very good for massage therapists because we get a chance to build a little niche practice. It's like, do you want it to be Watsu? Do you want it to be Lomi? Do you want it to be craniosacral therapy? Like, there's so many areas we can get into now that the public understands massage from the stance of what I always call table cream, glide, and nudity. But they're starting to diversify even more. So people would ask me about stretch lab and stretch zone. And they'd say, Robert, you know, aren't you worried about competition? And I was like, competition? They're training my market. <laughs> they're doing what I've been trying to get massage therapists to do for like right. 10 years. <laughs> right. And it's funny how that's caught on, how that had kind of caught on, but Thai massage hasn't. And again, you know, I think it's, I think it's the name, you know, like I, you know, you were ch telling me about reboot when you first started, I was like, dude, do reboot, just do reboot, drop Thai massage and just do reboot, you know, cause everybody was saying that, you know, you weren't doing Thai massage, you were doing Thai massage, you weren't doing deep tissue, there was deep tissue, you know, that was, that was the problem. People were saying that you weren't whatever it was you were doing. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, you were like, you know, I'm just going to reboot everything. To me, I thought that was the best thing that you could have done. Well, we're still working towards that. It's like, I'll never be able to bypass what time massage has done to my practice, uh, where the roots of it came from biomechanically. But I certainly uh, felt completely comfortable as a Westerner just changing things and saying, okay, for Western clients in my cultural context and for my body mechanics, can I improve this? Now, I think some people would take that as a statement of umbrage, but I think I was successful on all counts. And it's like I still give homage to Thai massage and where the biomechanics came from. But I started looking at pain science and started looking at trigger point therapy, started looking at yoga, yin yoga, and you know, restorative yoga, on and on and on. Right. In the end, it was like, can I help people? Because that's, that's how I made money. Can I help people rapidly, right. quickly out of pain, and can I ease strain on my own body? Whatever that was, when those lines crossed, I was like, go teach that, go teach that, go teach that. And I've continued right. to do it, and it's worked. But the more, the, uh, the more it grew, people would say, but wait, this isn't Thai. And I'd go, right. okay, I'm a white guy from South Louisiana. When I make curry with coconut milk and chili paste, curry paste, is it Thai? 
and they're like, ooh, and I go, mm, the same, same, same basic idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I wasn't quite looking for a Thai massage when I met you. Uh, man, I don't, I, I was looking, I came from a personal training background. You know, I went to the Cooper Aerobic Center in Dallas. You know, a personal trainer was what I wanted, and that's what I did first, and I was going to blend massage into that. Um, and, and me getting injured, I had hamstring pulls. I torn my hamstring. Stretching was a huge part of, uh, of my healing process and, and movement. Still movement was, you know, jujitsu, you do a lot of movement. You're rolling around, tumbling still. So that was kind of the healing process. And so when I met, when I met you, I think, you know, I just saw a YouTube, small YouTube video um, I was like, man, that looks so easy, and it's exactly what I want because you're removing people still, not necessarily stretching them, but you're removing them and still doing what I thought was body work. You know, it was different, but it still encompassed everything. And so um, what I received from you was still different than what I saw on, yeah. you know, on your video. And that's where people, that's where you differ from people. It's, it may look like something but when you touch them it's different and it may be skill you know um i don't know but that was you know that was what what hooked me into it you know i was you were able to get to something that no one else got to aside from my mentor that i had yeah so so it was and, uh, know, that's why i was looking for some it. Of it you can get to a point where you start arguing about technique like you're going to work on the inside of the arm um so when i teach in class i kind of start where it's like you know finger press palm press and then I just, I, I wrote this in one of my workbooks. There was a whole section. I'm like, what if you get tired? Because, dude, I work so much. <laughs> uh -huh. I just get exhausted. And I would go in and go, well, this feels okay, but what's this? And then I would just lean right. in. Right. And then kind of sheer. And they would go, oh. And here's the thing. It was less work for me. But it, it didn't was... seem less effective. It seemed more effective. More effective. And it was like you were kind of seeing between the lines and you go, mm -hmm. well, the people get better. You're, you're helping people with pain. Just, just, keep, just keep refining that in whatever way right. you can. Right. And that's what I continue to do. That's where you get to like a branding issue. Um, you know, it's like um, you get to I, – I use this in class all the time. Nike, Reebok, and Adidas. Everybody knows they sell athletic wear shoes. But they're three very distinct brands. I feel like long-term for continued growth, I will have to rebrand to a new name. We didn't get reboot. That trademark failed. Right. Um, but just, you know, as an individual therapist, it's very, very important that therapists take out their phone and build their personal brand. They have to trust Tim McCoy. They have to trust you as an educator, as a leader, as a body worker, and go, no, you can go see a massage therapist, but you need to see Tim. That's right. why the picture. That's why I'm saying a picture. Because right. I want them, the customers, I want the clients to build connections with us personally. And I think that personal connection is really what builds that recurring um, yes. client base that everybody but, craves. But man, what you're saying is so, oh man, it's a it's a hard line to walk, you know, um, being personable and likable, but not encroaching too much. You know, when do you become too friendly with your client? And that's what some therapists, you know, have asked, you know, and in schools, 
you know, they want you to be as clinical and apart from the 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 client as possible. I think you know, they're no wrong. talking, no I, talking I, at all. I, I, you know, and, I, and, and here's the difference. I think they're teaching thirty people to get jobs as service providers in a spa. Right. And I'm trying to teach the students how to build a private practice based on connection and intimacy with the clients. Now, it's a therapeutic relationship. Quick five-minute break. For a limited time, Robert Gardner Wellness is offering a free 30-day trial of his industry-leading subscription service, Reboot Insiders Club. That's right. Your first month is free of charge, and after that, it's only $7 per month to continue your subscription. Don't worry, you can cancel at any time, and if you cancel before the 30 days, you will not be charged. Inside, you'll learn massage and body techniques and how to thrive in business for only $7 per month. You get access to over 350-plus hours of online classes, including table and mat work and business and marketing. Membership to our Facebook group exclusively for subscribers. And additionally, you'll receive occasional bonuses. And in the past, we've given additional NCBTMB approved home study courses with CE credit. So don't wait. Get your free trial today. Head on over to R-G-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot S-T-O-R-E. That's R-G-Wellness dot store. Can't wait for you to join our subscription service. This is Trent Knox, podcast producer for Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I wanted to just get in here and let the viewers know over on Twitch. Hi. See you guys there. Archibald03. Nice. Thank you for tuning in. And I just wanted to let you guys know that Robert Gardner Wellness is currently doing a holiday sale, 20% off of all his digital workbooks and videos. If you want to take advantage of that 20% off, you can go to bit.ly slash RGW holiday sale and take advantage of that awesome offer. Back to Robert in the studio. So, Tim, tell them where they can find you again, uh, both, I think, your website and then also maybe your Instagram. Yes, my website is www.defusetherapy.tech, and it's D-F-U-S-E, defusetherapy.tech. And um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the same thing, Defuse Therapy. So, So, uh, Tim, what we were discussing was... Uh, you know, going through core curriculum, they're teaching therapists to be service providers to get jobs in spas. They're dealing with a standardized, mostly 500-hour curriculum. And I'm not in any way criticizing core curriculum or school owners. I understand they have a different challenge than we do as continuing education providers. Is I think in some ways they're going um, a different route. When you had the marketing of the Yellow Pages, you had to have triple a massage because you had to show up first in the yellow pages (laughs) and then you couldn't necessarily have a photo unless you paid for an additional ad in the in the yellow pages the challenge is we can be much more personable in a way and it's like when you talk about how friendly to be with the clients i really think in some ways you know we don't really discuss politics or religion in session we don't discuss it at bars. We don't discuss it in session for good reason. Any answer I may give will be wrong and mm-hmm. could ostracize potential clients. But 
if I am an extremely conservative evangelical Christian, do I really want to work with people in the BDSM community? Do I really want to work with people in the trans community? And the thing is, if that's not your target market, you know, some people would say, don't put your, you know, your faith out front. But if that's the kind of client base you want, you need to be more friendly with your target market clients. And that's where I can't tell that therapist that that's a wrong marketing strategy. The difference is when we talk about the therapeutic relationship, I feel like therapists spend too much time talking about the fact that it's therapeutic and not enough time talking about the fact that it's a relationship. Having a connection with your clients, because it's you, because we have such a deeply intimate service, um, I'll ask women in my classes, how do you ladies feel whenever you break up with your hairdresser? And they're like, oh, I would rather get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, it'd be easier to find a new husband than a new hairdresser. They know everything about me. That's a different um, work context where people talk to their hairdresser. But they build strong bonds. And then the hairdresser, if they work on mom, they bring the kids, they tell the husband, they tell their friends. And they're building these social networks of, you know, in-person referral networks. The difference is, and for most people, again, you, you know, you don't use a table, there's no nudity, and there's barely any gliding. For the majority of massage therapists, that's not the case. They're usually in a darker room um, with oil and glide, and the person is unclothed. And the, 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 the obstacle is, how do you get personal without them thinking that it's more than just a massage. You understand? You know, and, and what do you talk about? You know, what are there certain things you can and cannot talk about? Again, most places and clinics don't allow you to talk. And and matter of fact, that was probably one of the, the most complaints in, uh, in the clinics that I've had is the therapist talk too much. <laughs> and so they never come back to that person. So, and then at the end of that, at the end of that session, they only have maybe two minutes, three minutes to say something to the person uh, before they leave. I think the but, challenge. That's the majority of the people that were that you know that I think are watching and things like that. I, I think you know you and I, and here's some of my bias and some of our potential bias. I think we're really, really good at what we do, and we've developed so much confidence in it that the first thing I think is that if I went to a facility right now, they hired me, and I started tomorrow. When John comes in, I go, John, what are you having problems with? It's immediately pain-focused. I'm having problems with my upper back. I'm like, okay, do you sit for the bulk of your day? It's immediately about what we're doing. It's not about, hey, do you, do you watch, do you like the Redskins? Do you like, do you like football? Like, no, it's, it's like we're going right <laughs> to the issue. This guy's only got an hour. I got to hammer this out. But if he comes back session after session, I think some of that repeat business is because they like you. Right. They like and, hanging with you. And the skill. See, that's where my skill point comes in. You have to you have to have good skill. With you, you I think, you know, well, maybe both of us, you know, we take for granted that, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and people feel that. They feel that we've been doing it for a long time just from our touch. Um people will come back for that. And then you have the opportunity to build that that uh that relationship, I think afterwards 
four. But still, I mean, do you talk about football? Is that something you talk about? Or what if, what so, if uh, I have, a client... I've had, people, I've had people unsubscribe from our subscription service because they say, Robert talks too much. And I say, huh? Hold on. Wait a second. The recordings are sometimes full sessions, but I'm aware that we're recording it. Like I'm teaching. Like there are clients who come in and Tim... I, you know I talk. I love to talk. It helps me <laughs> mentally. You're laughing. You know, he, so he calls me all the time. It's annoying. <laughs> but the client will tell me, listen, Robert, I know we usually chat a bit more. I'm, I really need to just, listen, I, cha- I change the music and I go into complete zen drone zone. You've never seen Robert move so slow <laughs> and breathe so deeply. And I jostle and move and sink and compress to the point where after three hours, I might as well have to get a spatula and like peel them off of my mat. (laughs) They're so relaxed. Right. But it depends on the client. One of the things I did notice is part of the way that I communicate verbally, one, because they only had an hour. Hey, John, what's going on? What's what's your upper back? Um, They didn't tell me not to do that. What they didn't want me to do is talk about extraneous stuff the whole session. Yes, where they have to invest in the conversation. They still want to be involved in the massage, but um, yeah. yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So if I, if I did check in, hey, John, listen, when I'm right here, is that, is that point of pressure, is that too sharp? And he'd say, no, uh, can you, actually, can you go the other way? Can you make it just a little bit sharper? And I would adjust, and he'd be like, oh, all right. That communication, that verbal communication, right. in my classes, I teach that. That's very important. Do you, think that, think, uh, do you think a lot of students don't do that, talk to their yes. clients that way? Yes, because they're taught in school to be a service provider for a very general kind of sequence. Um, and again, yes. depends on the school, depends on the education. But I was a pain management guy. And when I got more communication about pointed, broad, shear this way, shear that way, the client was like, wow, this guy's really focused on like helping me. And it, when it was they can feel the client, yep. when, and the thing is, it's, it's engaging their nervous system. I think I don't want people to be, I don't know. I, the client doesn't want to know about everything in your personal life. Right. Right. And, they and, come for a session. Yes, but and if they talk, you know, you don't have to go on with an extensive... I find sometimes, especially maybe it, it's a new uh, female client, I find they talk to kind of get a measure of who I am a little sure. bit. And I think that may, you know, it, it's... Until that point, it's just me in a room with another stranger, <laughs> you yeah. know, and and I think there's there is some talking. Maybe there's some not some probing questions, but questions of who who are you? Are you just a person that just likes to rub on women? Or are you actually in it to to really do massage and 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 pain management and things like that? You know. So yeah. um, do you you know how much again? How much should a therapist talk? You know talk and what is it about um communication is one of the the biggest things um 
And if you talk to them about their issues, what they're having, that's great. And maybe the conversation does slide to something that maybe they, you know, something they're interested in, you know, uh, you know, uh, maybe their kids have done something and you can ask about their kids later or whatever, you know, um, almost comedic in how I address stuff. And I remember working on many moms working in a chiropractor's office and over the course of several sessions, the mom would tell me that like she has a, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. She's drowning in kids. Like she's just yeah. dealing with kids, dealing with kids. She don't want to deal with me. In other words, like I'm not here to add to her stress. I'm here to take it away. And I would I would get into that spot in her back. I would like hold her shoulder and lift it up and start digging in her paraspinals right there. And I'm like, Ooh, right, right there. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I think that's, that's a six-year-old. What is, what is that? I'm like six. <laughs> two-year-old that's right there and they, she, they would laugh right but you're exactly. making you know you're making a joke but it's got some personality you know it it's hard to say how to deal with clients verbally because each client is going to be radically different i do know that i had a, a stronger rapport with people in chronic pain and i had a stronger rapport with people who wanted to work on themselves and get better that was my target market that was what I kept hammering. And when I worked in a multi-therapist facility, once they had worked with me and they said, nah, I just want the relaxing massage, they would kind of just go off to someone else. And that worked fine for me because I didn't want to be the, the service provider who was quiet for six hours completely. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and oh, man, that's, that's, this is another subject, you know, the, the niche and the, your target client. And I've always had a problem with that because one as a guy in a clinic just getting a person is hard man just sitting there you're at massage envy you're sitting there for eight hours and there's nobody there and maybe you get somebody in the last sixth hour you know and and everybody else around you is just piled up with with clients you know um and you get that person that wants that relaxing massage or maybe you know, maybe all you know is relaxing massage and you get a, somebody that wants that deep tissue. You know, I was the person that wanted to get every single client in my on my table and keep them. And as and if I could keep them, then we could modify the massage as we go along to where it's relaxing and they're getting that that pain management. So instead of looking for my target client, I was like, man, just get me any client. I'm going to I'm going to be awesome and they're going to be like, "Well, this is the best thing ever." No matter what they wanted. And that way, as I built my clientele, then I could just pick. I could just pick, yeah. you know, what whoever I wanted in a way, um, you know, work my schedule however it was. Um, and sometimes those people just kept on booking and booking and booking, you know. Um, that was my goal at the point as a yeah. as a male massage therapist trying to stay booked in a place where the majority of the, the therapists are female, you know, and that's across all of them. Quick all break. the places that I've worked. If you're enjoying this episode and you would like to support Robert Gardner Wellness, head on over to rgwellness.store to see all of the products that we currently have in our marketplace. Uh, as well as earlier mentioned, there was the free first month free, uh, the ins- Insiders Club, Reboot Insiders Club. There's also workbooks, uh, DVDs, digital copies, digital downloads. There's a bunch of different things 
um, inside of the RG Wellness store. I highly recommend you go on over there and check it out. See if there's something that will help you improve your practice and increase your clients or or knowledge with your students. And uh, once again, that's rgwellness.store. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hi, all. This is Trent Knox, podcast producer for the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. During this ad break, I just want to say thank you again for all the viewers on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, DLive, Twitter, Africa TV, VK, Vaughn Live, all the viewers that have stopped in, said hello, done everything, and participated in this show. Once again, after this, after it's been released, it'll go on to anchor.fm for all your audio listening desires. Okay, last but not least in this ad break, I want to let you guys know about the RG, RG Wellness, or Robert Gardner Wellness holiday sale that we have. 20% off of all digital workbook, it's workbooks and videos. If you go to art, if you go to bit.ly backslash RGW holiday sale, you can take advantage of the holiday sale, 20% off all workbooks and videos. Back to Robert in the studio. Tim uh, McCoy, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Can you give them information again on where they can find you, both your website, whatever social media? Yes, um, I have a website. It is at www.defusetherapy.tech. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under the Defuse Therapy uh, title name there. Yeah. So one of the things you said, Tim, about, you know, you go in for a six-hour thing and you don't have a session for some reason to the last hour. The therapists need to be on their phone. And my thought is, okay, how many... 12 minute long YouTube videos can you make while you're in that five hour chunk? How many Instagram videos can you make? How many people can you network with on Twitter? How many photos can you take and put on Instagram? How many hashtags can you use? How many Snapchats can you put out? I understand some people have different rules in their spas, things like that. Massage therapists as independent practitioners and as large businesses, they are leaving huge, just gargantuan chunks of real estate out because what you get a chance to do is you get a chance to, met, to practice your shtick. How do you talk to people? How do you communicate with people? And the good thing about video in particular, you get to watch it again. Right. You get to see, well, you get a metric. Well, how many people liked it? How many people commented on it? You know, right. you get a, a chance to see how do people work, uh, marketing, sales, packaging, yep. you know, and are you reading books? Are you reading books or watching videos? I mean, I have a subscription service. It's got 400 hours from my classes. You can watch that stuff all day long on your phone. And I'm from yep. the VHS era, man. I was popping VHSs in all the time, man. Uh, back in the day, <laughs> you know, I, I think it was a... Uh, St. John's neuromuscular therapy, something back in the day that I would pop in those videos and anything I could find, man, anything I could find, I was just scouring. Even with Thai massage, man, I, uh, you know, started, you know, I learned from you and then I would just go to YouTube, man. I was looking up Thai massage in other languages so that I could get different videos, you know. Um, when you've I'm sorry? got... 
multiple therapists in a facility, you know, you're, you're doing education. Why aren't therapists partnering up and practicing on each other? Then why aren't the therapists, let's say it's the two guys, the two guys are the ones that aren't booked. Okay. So why aren't you shooting each other's videos and learning how to be the camera guy and making better, higher quality video for TikTok for, you know, whatever, making music videos or the, the platform and reach is just, it's huge. And I think also I like encouraging educators like you, therapists like you, other of our colleagues I encourage them to go and educate the marketplace. Tell people what you do. People think massage is massage envy because that's the biggest, largest you know, provider in the United States. But how many therapists are really taking out their phone and documenting their everyday lives and talking about, listen, if all you do as a therapist, if you work in independent practice and you're tired of laundry, but every day you do laundry, you set up your phone on a tripod yep. and I want you to bitch about folding sheets for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm telling you, man, I, I did a video on, I did a video on how to, you know, fold fitted sheets, man. People thought that was the most amazing thing. I was like, I don't know how to fold fitted sheets. You know, that was, one of the, that was the first thing, that was the first thing I learned, you know, um, you know, simple things like that. And you're right, you know, taking that time off, if you have that time to, to post a picture of your room or something, you know, uh, that is, you know, that is great. One of those things that you mentioned, working with another therapist in between that time, if you can, if there is a room free, which there should be a room free if you're not doing anything, <clears throat> you know, go trade and practice some moves. And maybe you do take a photo or, or a video of it. Uh, I think that's the, I think that's the best thing. And, you know, but some of those establishments don't want you to take pictures. You know, they don't want you to take pictures. They don't want you to take videos or anything like okay. that. My Man, and to me, to studios is I'd like those studios to contact me and tell me why they want to give away free advertising why they want to give up free marketing. Why do, do they not want to make an extra several thousand dollars a month? I don't, know, I don't understand that at all. Yeah. It's, it's, they, it's there, you know, when it's a clinic, you know, the therapist works for me, you know, I'm everything that the therapist okay. will need, and it's you know, I give you as I, owner to take out the phone and educate people. And if you're not going to do it, then you just need to accept that I'm going to make more money than you do. I mean that's true, but again, as the little guy, you know, what do you what do you do? And, and that's the thing, as a as somebody that, um, you know, I think I was kind of a mentor to a few therapists. You know, they they were asking me, they're like, so you you make your, even though you're in a clinic, you have to be your own brand still. You yep. you, you know, especially to stand yep. out among others. You know, you have to, even though you have another name, that person that client is coming in and they're feeling your hands, you know, you're the person that they're, that they're coming to. And, and when that facility goes or when you leave, they're going to be looking for you. It, you know, they do have loyalty to a store sometimes, especially if the skill is mediocre and it's a cheap massage, of course they're going to go to the clinic, but if they find somebody that's skillful and, you know, and they got a connection, it's, it's that therapist that they're coming to, you know, and that's, and, and somebody working for a clinic, you know, maybe a, a manager doesn't want their person to say that, but it's the truth. That's how you make your, your therapist better. You know, that's how you build your business. Yeah. The marketplace is changing. Um, there's no reason that the therapist who has the least clients, who's the new therapist 
for me, if I was in a management position at those facilities, oh, and if you're a facility here and around Austin, you know, I could come in and do this stuff for you for free and just help you build this into your structure at your office and how you're building your brands on social media. You know, that therapist needs to have videos. They need to feature that therapist. They need to talk about them, their personal traits, what they like to do. They see them on video. They talk about rotator cuff pain. They talk about relaxation and meditation or whatever it is that their focus is. You kind of have to build your personal brand within the overall organization. Yes. And even taking pictures of the place you work. That's great. I mean, man, that should be a, a, a bonus for the, the, you know, the establishment. You have a, you know, a team of 24 to 30 therapists and they're all taking pictures of the place, you know, that they work at. Um, you know, I think that's beneficial. And you probably end up having less therapists leave as well, too. You know, therapists are notorious for bouncing the place to place um, trying to find that, that place where they can get enough money, you know, to survive yeah. and, and have freedom still. So, you know, that was one of the things, you know, um, you know, I just try to, you asked me at the beginning, you know, what do I want to talk about? And really I've just been trying to put myself in the shoes of a brand new therapist. You know, what, what do you, you know, what do they have to go through? And, and, and in the age of social media, you know, it, it seems, you know, it's like, man, why are we talking about this? It's the year 2020 almost, you know, and people haven't caught up to social media. You know, the, the dot-com boom was years ago. Yeah. And it, it's, it's almost hard news. Because our industry is considered very analog. It's not digital. It's a, right. it's a physical service. And I'm like, like you and I, we have distinct issues, you know, getting clients because we're men or whatever. You know, it was very common. I tell this story all the time. A young lady would come in and get a session with me. We'd be an hour into the session, and she's my sessions are three hours. And she'd say, Robert, you know, I, I was worried you might be a serial killer. And I'm like, <laughs> well, could be. I mean, I could compost you in the yard. It could be Dexter. It could be sheets and whatever. And then I was like, what, you know, you were concerned about that. What got you over the hump? And she's like, oh, I, I watched like 10 of your YouTube videos. It was obvious you were a consummate professional. Cha-ching. Right that is why I'm so adamant about it. And it also right. helps you filter the kind of people who really want to work with you. If there's some of your personality in your videos, if there's some of your personality about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, some of your personality about where you grew up around Dallas, some of your personality about various things, it helps humanize the brand. Even if you're a big facility, how do you humanize the brand? Build connections. And, and it, you know, I said it before, that's the, you know, hu being a human is connection and interaction and intimacy, but not in a, you know, in a sexual way, but something close that some two people may share, um, you know, like giving a massage. It is intimate, in a, in a, you know, in many ways. Um, um, I had lost my, I lost my, lost my train of thought, what I was thinking, but um Having at the beginning, you know, you have to for him. Uh, I'll close it out. Uh, hold on. Are you still there? Hmm. Yeah, you're still there. 
Okay. I'm still here. Good. <laughs> okay, so this was Tim McCoy. He's um, he's part of Defuse Therapy. If you want to any, say anything uh, to close this episode out, basically, if you want to promo anything, if you got anything coming up, and uh, yeah, this is your time but to man, shine. You know, uh, man, Robert, dude, thanks for having me in, man. You know, we always talk. You know, we can talk for hours and things like that. Um, yeah. Really, man, if you want to, you know. Uh, catch Robert and I in action in, in person. You know, I try to make it out to his time massage jams quite a bit. Um, I do offer CEs uh, here in, in South Austin as well, too, or the greater part of Austin. Um, so I'll have some classes and things like that coming up. You can look at that information on my Facebook and Instagram. I'll pop some more of that information out later on. Um, but yeah, man, it's just great to, to actually be on here and actually talk to talk to Robert and, you know, get some connections with some other therapists out there. That's kind of the real goal uh, this past year was really trying to get out and see what other therapists were doing and, and really connect with them. So, uh, man, if, if you guys come out and check my, my Facebook and Instagram, give me a holler. That'd be awesome. Great. Thank you so much for being on the program, Tim. We'll go ahead and uh, do this again soon. We can go into a bit more depth about some various topics. If you have any specific ideas, just let me know. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in practicing or learning from Robert Gardner in person, head on over to rgwellness.store. There are a variety of classes listed for the Q4 of 2019. Let's take a look at what we've got. We've got Chicago, Illinois on October 6th, Houston, Texas on October 18th, Christiansburg, Virginia, October 12th, Round Rock, Texas, November 3rd, Yelm, Washington, October 26th, Round Rock, Texas, October 21st, Dallas, Texas, March 29th, and Virginia Beach, Virginia, September 22nd. Check that out. If any of those dates work for you, those are the intro tie classes, as well as the Body Workers Conference. Uh, available to you all through the rgwellness.store. Head on over there and check it out. Thank you.